sequel or the smash hit, I've Heard It Both Ways, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. Before, we had the talent and no experience. Now, we have both, and it's over like Vince Carter in the dunk contest. I'm your host, Ichabod Fletchman, a.k.a. Sticky Icky, a.k.a. Ben, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Denzel Diggs, Underwood Morris, Chestnut Washington, but you can call him Kendall if you feel so inclined. Real question, though is how long will it be until we get a cease and desist letter from Psych <laughs> or the USA Network? That's that's the kind of journalism we do, the, the hard-hitting stuff that ruffles feathers and pushes boundaries. So I, I feel like that's really when we'll know when we've made it. Boy, that will, be a, that will be a good day. Okay, so finals are over. The, the conclusion that we all saw at the beginning of the season happened. The Warriors won. What are your initial thoughts with the finals being over? Um, that I hate the Warriors. I... If I see Steph Curry shimmy one more time, I'm gonna. So why why do you hate Steph other than the shimmy? Could you give me awesome. another another good reason? It's he's. I think he'll obliterate every three point record yeah. there is in the book. Okay, and he'll play less years than Ray Allen or Reggie Miller. Okay, and and he takes way harder shots than all those and he, guys. Yeah, he takes terrible shots that annoys me, but because he makes them, I I can't shots. be upset. He made about the thirty footer a cool thing, which has never happened before. Yeah, exactly. But what I, what bothers me about him is like, he's gonna have all those accolades, but then he can't act like he's been there, you know. Like when, we, like what I loved about Kevin Durant's when he hit that dagger three in Game Three, he just stood there and just had the little smirk, and he's like, "That's what I do." Okay. You know? That's a good point. But going back to that shot, I'm really, really mad at Mike Breen for not saying "bang" there because the Mike Breen bang is like the best thing in NBA commentary, in my opinion. And that was the perfect place for it, and he didn't say it. Durant very true. delivers, I, and it was I, just—it was just. I've watched it multiple times, and it sounds terrible. It just would have been perfect. Durant, bang! Like it was just. Mike Green I mean, blew it. I like was, Mike Green, but he—he he missed that. He's trying to get the alliteration in. I guess. I mean, how many to, players can he trying to reinvent himself? But I mean, I guess that's fair about Curry. But at the same time, it's like I could have been there before. But I mean, nobody's been there before. It's like stuff that nobody's done. So well, I don't know. I mean, I've always liked Curry, so if I. If I had a reason not to like him, I'd probably hate the shimmy, but I like him, so I don't mind it. It's, I think you're just blinded by your hatred for LeBron. Well, that's always that's always a valid point, but I don't know. Yeah. Also, we were tell you we were you talked about how you hate Steve Kerr off air and on air. Why do you hate Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr is just kind of that. Did you see his like post game interview, like back in Golden State? He's like, Nah, I never watched those. Okay, well, I saw just a clip of it, but he's like. Yeah, I went to bed early. It was just another championship, you know. Like he, it's just like I feel like that Game of Zones portrayal of him is exactly how he is. <laughs> I would hope so. And I'm I'm also still a little bitter over how he destroyed the Phoenix Suns fran- franchise as a general manager. So that was, okay, that's a valid point. But everything else, I feel like you're just being a hater, which is fine. Haters are I like haters. There's a spot for us, but that's really where it grew because I didn't mind him as an analyst on TNT. I mean, that's what I grew his, up with. His commentary on the uh, NBA Live video games is atrocious. <laughs> he just, every th- anything that happens, he wants to call a timeout. Well, I feel like that's more... Or maybe um, it's on techno- I feel like that's more the technology. Well, it, it made me hate her. Just... I don't mind him now. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Well, so, that's the finals. I mean, a sweep, we both kind of saw it coming. I, 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 I feel we, like I think we did predict it. Coming. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people put uh, Warriors in five out of respect to LeBron, which uh, was a valid point. But I think, like, 
us not caring what anybody thinks because we only have four listeners, it was pretty easy to predict a sweep. Everyone else was like, ah, I don't want to like look like a LeBron hater. I'm fine looking like LeBron hater, obviously, but well, anyways. It's sad because really Cleveland should have had two games. They had two mm. games on the cusp. Game one was one of the top individual efforts I've ever seen with LeBron. I mean... He just controlled that game. And I also think um, what they did with Kevin Love on the low block, um, he dominated for stretches. In that, I wouldn't say dominated, but he had stretches in that game where they would just hit him and he would have, get a good shot right off. Mm-hmm. Kind of what they did in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah, the Cavs probably should have won game one. Um, I don't think you can say that they should have won game three. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but game one, like... The whole series probably goes differently if they win game one. Because I think that like ruined the rest of the Cavs psychologically. I mean, because LeBron was still LeBron for the most of the rest of the series, right? But JR was so bad the rest of the way. Uh, um, uh, he did have... He was okay game in game three. three. Game was, three, game he game played three. well. But I agree. And, well, and LeBron punched a blackboard. So <laughs> that breaking game seven, they decided to bring that up. And he that, was actually, a, that, was, that was after game four. Um that was interesting because I noticed... It was after I don't Game have, 4? No, as in they didn't announce it. Oh, gotcha. He said Game 7. But okay. anyways, um, I thought it was interesting because he didn't... I feel like he didn't shoot any jump shots from Game 2 on. I don't have any stats for this, but I remember thinking, like, LeBron's not shooting a lot of jump shots. And I thought he was just trying to be more selective, but apparently the hand did have an impact on that. But what did you think of the, the block charge business? I thought... Whatever the call was, they should have stuck uh, on the floor. Okay. Um, but I think that's kind of when you knew they went to review, it was going to be reversed because that's home court advantage. Yeah, I, I, I truly believe if that game's in Cleveland, they stick with the call. <laughs> they stick with the call. Um, or they don't even review it. Yeah, they probably don't even review it. Uh, yeah, they well, probably don't I, even review it. I thought it was they, funny because apparently the rule is you can only review it to check if, if they were in the restricted area or not. And it was obviously not in the restricted area. So I think the refs just Well, they of, actually changed that rule. So that was how it was last year. Oh, really? Um, but then this following year, they can, it's, re- they can review a block, they can they can a block charge. Yeah. I don't know if it's in the final two minutes or it's, something. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. But, I, but yeah, they can. Which I think, all in all... So watching it live, I actually thought it should have been a a block. Watching it live and on replay, I should have. But since they called the charge on the floor, they should have stuck with it. And me being a Cavs slash LeBron hater, I would have been totally fine with that. I'm like, you know what? They called it a charge. It's okay. We'll live with that. So I think that game one really just – it was over after that. I mean, as well as the Cavs played in game three, there was no chance. Well, and – the I can take like one bad call or one call going against. I just felt like down the stretch of game one, there was a ton of calls that went against Cleveland. Can you name one other than the the block charge? Um, Tristan Thompson at the end of the game when that was over. That was stupid. But that 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 call had nothing to do with the outcome of the game. Um, gosh, now now I wish I had game one. I wish we would have recorded right after game one because I had. Because a lot of people were complaining about the officiating, but I think it was just like, it was bad, but I thought it was bad both ways. I mean, the Cavs got the short end of the stick in game one, that's true, but overall I thought it was just bad for everyone. Okay, uh, I mean, not like, I just want not to strictly, argue with not this, strictly to but I did not come prepared for this argument, so I'll I'll concede this. But okay. no, we didn't, we didn't I just wish George Hill knew how to make free throws like he did the rest of the year when he Weirdly, shot. Yeah, he was like an 80% free throw shooter. And then... Different conversation. It's a completely different game. And then I feel like moving on to game two, you knew Golden State was just going to 
Yeah. So, I mean, yep. Cleveland was diminished, kind of what you alluded to earlier is LeBron's only one that thought they had a chance after well, game Well, I think he knew they after didn't have game a chance one. either. <clears throat> so he's, he's saying, I'm still going to be LeBron and do what I do, but everyone else So I can be blameless so. when I that's yeah. That's that's about it. It was fun to watch Curry shoot. I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> fun to watch the the greatest shooter of all time do his thing. Well, that's all for game two. I, I can't guess. wait till his dancing stars career after he retires. That's gonna be rough. I'm not sure why anyone does that. Unless <laughs> they really need the money, like Frank Thomas in those commercials. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What's the next one? Game game three. Game three. Okay, I felt like Cleveland. Um, I don't know if they – I felt like they outplayed the Warriors. They played very well in game three. And if they had an opportunity to win the game, and then they blew it. Um, they did not shoot well down the stretch. They shot really well in the first half. They shot it's really hard well to, It's hard to sustain that. Oh, yeah, but I agree. <laughs> I, I can't argue with you there. But I'm, I'm arguing from the, the winning side. It's not, it's, I know. Not, it's not very hard to do. It's, and I'm just really smart in case no one knew that. Well, that's why I teamed up with you. I just ride on the coattails. And there we go. Greatness. I, you know what I don't understand? This, is, Jones. this isn't just for game three, but why didn't the Warriors just, like, slip every other screen for the whole series? Because I, I swear, like, every three or four screens, the Cavs would make a mistake on the switch or on the, the coverage on the backside or whatever, and the Warriors would get an easy bucket. I mean, watching the Rockets in the, the West semis, they did a pretty good job of switching screens. And it made you know made the Warriors resort to ISO ball a lot, but the Cavs obviously don't have the personnel or the just the basketball smarts to make that happen. I I agree um, to the extent that I felt like Cleveland had no chance if they had to get stops. They needed to outscore mm-hmm. um, Golden State, and for the in Game Three, there was points where their offense was really they were really moving the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jr. had a decent game three, good first half. I, I can't remember. I think he finished like twenty, if I remember Most right. Most in the first half. Yeah, um, but down the stretch, it was Cleveland had the ball and the chance to make a play, and then just didn't convert. And on the other end, when they would play good defense, Kevin Durant would just hit impossible oh, shots. Yeah, and that's, I mean, everyone's gonna remember the that long three, and. <laughs> I went. I was. I was just shooting the other day at the church gym because that's what I do, and I was shooting from that spot. And I don't know how you can shoot from there with both control and power. I mean, I'm obviously not an NBA player. I'm just like <laughs> I'm a cut below the NBA. I could probably be on someone's bench, but I can't imagine like how you get power and accuracy from that spot on the floor. Just mind-boggling. But and, and I think even if you go back to what was it two oh, plays? Wait, hold up. Oh, sorry. So I didn't finish my thought because I was comparing myself to NBA players. Um, <clears throat> There was a shot a couple minutes earlier where is either I think it was Kevin Love just played fantastic one-on-one defense on KD, and then KD kind of drove to the left. He was fading towards the corner. It was like off one leg. He didn't even he didn't even shoot it normally. It was like a more than a floater, but less than a jump shot. And he just canned it. And Kevin Love just like put his hands on his head, walked towards the corner, and it was like the series is over. I knew the series was over right when that shot. I see, so yeah, and I feel like that's why I say when they um, I felt like Cleveland should have won Game Three because. Cleveland played the best they could. I mean, Warriors were obviously a much better team, and I was I was rooting for Cleveland because I wanted a series mm-hmm. more than anything else. But Cleveland was playing to the best of their ability, and the Warriors were not moving the ball and then just making these crazy shots. Um, but but else, at the same time, when they moved the ball, I feel like they got good shots too. Yeah, uh, it's 
down the stretch, it was a lot of the iso ball. Yeah, that's and but going well, back the, to the, the third quarter, they did what they do in third quarter. They moved the ball and got shots, and then in the fourth quarter, it was more iso ball. But Kevin Durant was just too good, which is unfortunate. And then just going to game four, it was game four was just game four was. I think it was like a, was it a nine point game at halftime, or was that the end of the first quarter? It was a nine point game at halftime. Half um, Cleveland like, did take the lead there in the second quarter, mm-hmm. um, and then is that where? I'm trying to think. Curry didn't hit that shot at the end of that. No, no that, that was at the end of one. game one. That was, was game one. Yeah, and which was a beautiful they did shot, by the way. go on a little end of the celebration after. I, oh. He didn't shimmy. He didn't shimmy. What <laughs> do you want him to do? He was counting his points. Just trying to help the scorekeeper out. What? <laughs> Come on. Towards the opposite side. <laughs> but we digress once again. I um, liked it. I liked it. <laughs> But I, I can't just, remember. What, but there was a couple possessions right there at the half where Golden State did what Golden State does, as they turned a two-point lead into a nine-point lead in the final two minutes. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I don't really feel like anyone had a chance. All the momentum I, was kind of sucked my, out of there. Yeah, my notes in the, for Game Four as I was watching, I put at like about six minutes left in the third quarter. The Cavs just gave up. Like they just knew, like, yeah, this is stupid. This is Let's done. just go home. And a lot of people were just. We're banging on the Cavs for for giving, giving up. up. Oh, so stupid. But so stupid. If they were in the same situation, I really don't know how your competitive spirit survives that. Yeah, I, I, and people were like banging on LeBron, like, "Oh, you're the best player in the world. You're the king." All of which is true. I have. I cannot criticize LeBron for quote giving up because there's just nothing left to do. It's like let's just call the game now. Yeah, and I think especially being at home down that much, like there was no energy at all. Oh, the fans! It's just, the fans knew that it was over. They probably feel like LeBron was leaving. It was just like, well, it was a it was a fun four year run. Let's uh, yeah. So I don't hold Cleveland. To, oh no, to giving up at all. Anyone who does, I I I don't have a lot of respect for that. But <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um. So now That's... the Golden State Warriors have won three of the last four. Probably Champions. should have four and four in my opinion. But, well, you, know. you didn't see Game Seven. I wa- I since watched it. Don't worry. Okay. I've watched all of them. Well, and it's unfortunate that you did not see it live because then you would be on the Warriors hate bandwagon I, as well. See, I, I get pretty entrenched in my my hating, so I'm pretty I, sure I w- would have rooted for Golden State regardless. I don't know. Uh, Shoulda, coulda, woulda. I mean, we'll <laughs> never know. In, in another, another universe, universe, parallel universe where that happened. But so with the okay three rings four seasons, what's next for Golden State? I think that's very interesting. It's funny because I've heard a lot of um, rumors about they're going to try to add another star, and I, that makes of course they want to add another star. Duh. It's I don't know how they would do it. Well, so here's the thing: I'm looking at their their payroll or whatever right now, and Nick Young comes off the books. Zaza how, comes how long, off the books. What is Nick Young's contract? Well, no, his isn't his. Like he doesn't have an extension. What was, what was oh, like five five point two? Okay, so million nothing. You can get a mid level exception. Zaza three point four. David West two point three. Oh, by the way, David West is a terrible ring chaser. He says like people can think what they want. I'm not a ring chaser. He signed with the Spurs right after they won a championship. He signed with the Warriors right after they right won after they beat the Spurs. Games. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. So do, yeah, do your thing. Dumb. But anyways, McGee, Jamal McGee was really good this finals. Really good. I, it's kind of weird how he's I mean, not he a has, home and Golden he has State. Kind of an easy job. I, mean, I I think it's honestly the ideal situation for him because I every Denver 
highlight you see of him is just horrendous because he was on the floor so many minutes, but he has those great stretches. Like um, game, was it game one? I think it was game one. Right after halftime, he started, and he had like three or four defensive plays back to back to back. Mm -hmm. And then he also did it in game three or four. They kind of just stomped on the throat. I mean, he shot like 95%. Him and Livingston probably combined were like 30 of 34. Livingston's my favorite player on the Warriors, by the way. Do you remember how good Sean Livingston was coming out? Like, he was the third overall pick and then had that devastating knee. Like, I I always go back and wonder what What Sean Livingston He's sneaky athletic. Like, he has decent handles and good athleticism. He just never needs to use it because he's just taking 14-foot turnarounds, which I love. (laughs) Anyways, McCaw comes off and Looney, that's like 1.3. But McCaw's a rookie contract, so they'll just... Oh, so yeah. Does he have a team option on that? Uh, No. No, 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 so he'll be restricted. I don't think anyone would be. Really? Okay. Um, so f- scratch Looney McCaw because we'll see what they do with them. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd say they both. I'd expect both. Of them. I'd expect McCaw to be back. I'd expect Swaggy Lenny. P to be back if they're only paying him five million dollars. Really? Um, yeah. I don't feel like he was that good for him. I mean, he was okay in the playoffs. I guess. Like it's the they'll take less money for. Maybe. Like I, I don't really see who would want Swaggy P. Well, oh, Swaggy Champ, sorry. Swaggy Champ, yeah, even though he did absolutely nothing. nothing. He was like, I mean, if I was a trainer on the Warriors and you could call me Swaggy Ben or something, (laughs) don't ever call me that. Don't worry, I wasn't planning to. (laughs) But Nick Young, yeah, I don't know where you would even, where he would even go. I think it'll just be, he'll sign. Well, will they they offer him an extension, though? Or will they try and resign him, I should say? I would say. End of July when he's still a free agent. They, they do need some more wings because Iguodala is not exactly the most reliable guy at this point. Yeah, Iguodala is on his way out. Um, I'm trying to think of someone that they could they just, go after. They basically just need fewer centers because, I mean, they have – how many centers do they have on the roster? They have Zaza, West, and McGee. They have three centers when really the Warriors specifically probably only need one. Yeah, and I also saw a report – was it yesterday? They're – Trying to figure out a way to bring Anthony Davis to the Bay Area. That would be the worst thing ever. I know, and I, I think it's just people blowing smoke. But yeah, it's just the well, we need something to talk about, so let's talk about Br- this. and adding another star. How about Anthony Davis? <coughs> and Anthony Davis, he's that'd be just ridiculous. It would if they wanted to, they could go undefeated if they did that. Yeah, add Anthony Davis and LeBron and. See if that team goes 82 and 0. Well, let's see. If LeBron goes to Houston, I do want to see Anthony Davis go to Golden State. That's the only circumstance where that's okay. <laughs> Why? Just so that Golden State still maintains their Just so LeBron still loses. I'm evil. It's all right. You have deep-seated hatred. <laughs> well, what's funny is if – we've talked about this, but if LeBron – if I had been 10 years older when LeBron's career unfolded the way it did, I probably wouldn't mind him at all. But I was young and moldable and stupid when he became the villain. And so he just has that villain image in my mind forever. So that's fine. And that's why you're okay with Kevin Durant. I'm not okay with it. I have come to grips with it. Okay. Because so, I still think it was stupid, but, you know. I just be, must be more mature than you because I was able to forgive LeBron. No, we already know that's true. <laughs> okay. Most people are more mature than me. So before we get into some of the other things, what looking back on this NBA season, what are some things that you you will or won't miss? Let me start. I won't miss LeBron getting a switch onto Terry Rozier or Stephen Curry or whomever and then just backing his way from 
28 feet out all the way down into the paint and then either shooting or dishing. If I wanted to watch football, I would watch football. I hate that. That's my first thing. I I see your point there. I mean, I we're both more like to see the ball movement, and which is I won't miss at all is the complete ISO ball that has uh, taken over taken the, over the playoffs. Really, like, is this the highest level of basketball, and we're just ISOing everything? And that's why I I struggled watching the NBA for long periods of time this year. It was just in and out. I couldn't maintain watching games mm-hmm. because it there's going to be, be a really great article about iso ball um, i know and I, on sidelinedynasty.com it's going to be spectacular just I, so everyone i'm looking forward to that. i was going to allude to that we say you, we could talk about you, that you subtly I, just hinted at I it just plugged my own, just subtle, I just plugged it was really my own subtle. column that was i was going to do it for you so it looks like an egomaniac but it's fine i'm okay looking like an egomaniac <laughs> i am an egomaniac yeah, but I think that's something I won't miss um, at all. And but by the way, that wasn't me hating on LeBron because it's a smart play for LeBron. I just I hated watching it. Yeah, it's not fun to watch. Like just like the ISO ball switching Kevin Love onto Steph Curry and vice versa. Also, I thought Kevin Love didn't do terribly on his switches. Like he got cooked a few times, but overall he played he, a lot of good. He did defense. the best he could. He did the best he could. I mean, they just ran him over and over again. It's, it was bad. It, he like numbers wise, you. He did the probably better than it was expected. Like you, you, you can live with what he did. Uh huh. Um, it's just that they but had no other help. Anyways, what you know what I won't miss is this was I feel like this was the season of injuries. Won't miss like just all the. I mean, Hayward went down five minutes into the season. We only got like someone's I think like sixty games out of Kyrie. Um, yeah. Porzingis mm-hmm. went down. We only got. I mean, I'm this season. I'm not even Kawhi didn't even play. I know Kawhi personally. We've spoken on. Multiple occasions. Just kidding. It's not true. We only spoke once. But that's more than most people. But yeah, Kawhi and I. He's. I'm an inside source with Kawhi. That's very true. Who else missed a lot of time? Can't wait to touch on that later. We'll we'll Um, get to that. Gobert missed time. Just a lot. I I mean, mean, there's injuries are part of every season. But yeah, well, I agree with you, and I also this is kind of way off subject, but I'm still gonna go with it. Are athletes more injury prone now? Because you look at the NFL. You had so many top quarterbacks out. You had running backs out. You had all sorts of interesting um, injuries that affected NFL franchises, too. And I wonder, that's a question we should investigate sometime, is why are there more injuries? Is it because there's... Or are there really more injuries, or does it just seem like it because there's been more high-profile injuries? That's, that's my... I think that's... I think that is the excellent take on it. It's the... Fire! <laughs> Fire. You brought your good stuff today, son. <laughs> Tighten it up. <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess we solved that. We don't even need to investigate that well, anymore. I mean, you could probably do an investigation of that because I'm, I'm not saying that's a fact. Everything I say I believe is a fact, but well, I, we, don't, I know we don't know. We don't know if it's just because it was high, high profile, but yeah. what else? What else are you going What are the things we're going to miss? miss? We're just focusing on that, which is, which is easy. We're negative people. We're I'm going to miss watching Steph Curry shoot. I will not miss that. <laughs> um, I, I said that mostly to get a reaction out of you. Yeah, I won't miss that at all. Um, I enjoyed the, that he only played 60 games this year. That was nice. Yeah, he missed a chunk of time, too. Um, <laughs> what are some Excuse good me. things that we're going to... I'm going to miss watching Donovan Mitchell play basketball. I will miss watching the Jazz play. They were a lot of fun. They were a lot of fun. Because usually teams that are really slow and methodical aren't that fun to watch. Well, yeah, but I mean, for some people, I can watch. I don't mind. Unless it's Virginia. Unless it's Virginia. Um, but yeah, watching the Jazz this season was fun. Like, 
the second a secondary Joe Ingles pick and roll is a beautiful thing where they run a set and it doesn't work out and then it transitions into a Joe Ingles pick and roll is just it's just like it's it's just basketball poetry. What so else? I'm gonna miss that. That'll be back though. So. I'll miss. Um, I'm gonna get this out for you. I'm gonna miss Rondo getting in the way of whoever he's guarding. <laughs> I, I miss the t- tenacity of. Rondo, playoff Rondo. Rondo is always a lot of fun to watch, along with Drew Holiday. I'm trying to find a red Pelicans Rondo jersey, like the Nike ones, not the stupid Fanatics branded ones. But, anyways, you know what I was I thinking the other day? I was thinking about um, Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons can just develop a Rondo level jump shot, he'll be fine. I think he doesn't have to be a proficient jump shooter because Rondo's not a good shooter, duh. But he'll at least make one occasionally. If Ben Simmons can just get it's to that, you level, gotta you gotta go out and you have to at least put it, it. Yeah, and then he can uh-huh. just blow by or whatever. I don't know if he can I, do that, but I I agree, and I feel like that's always the biggest knock. On ooh, ooh, I won't miss Joel Embiid doing anything other than playing basketball. How satisfying was it to watch Joel Embiid like miss three oh. three shots at the buzzer oh, in was, Game Seven? That was nice. That was very satisfying. And it was. I was trying to think. There was a stat that came out, and he was like the lowest at, in the final two minutes of a game. Um, like clutch field goal. Clutch field goal percentage. He was like the lowest this year. That's just fantastic. I know. I was very. Like, I thought that was. It's, 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 everyone loves his social media hijinks and his attitude and stuff. I personally hate it because I'm like, you haven't earned anything in this league, so I don't know why you carry yourself like that. But, but I, I'm. In I'm not saying he shouldn't too. do it. Like he can do it if he wants to, but I just don't care for it. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that. Once again, because I'm gonna we, miss. It's fine doing it. It's you gotta earn it. Yes, I'm gonna miss. Um, Steph Curry has earned it. I'm gonna miss. Uh, J.J. Redick and Marco Bellinelli curling off screens and shooting threes because that was entertaining, in my opinion, for the Sixers. Um, I don't want people to think we hate the Sixers because we, we don't. I, it still stands. I, I feel like there's a lot this offseason that could determine if, if I'm going to be rooting not, for them okay. or if I'll... Like, I didn't mind them most of the regular season, and then once um, Joel Embiid went down... And then all of a sudden, it just became the Ben Simmons show. Uh-huh. I put that in quotation marks. Because um, he had a great stretch, but then they only beat I remember like under 500 yeah. teams. But um, at the same time, you, you, and then you they, can't control who you play. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just the you. Philadelphia ego is, needs to be knocked down a little Fly, bit. Eagles, fly. <laughs> Actually, we need to keep singing to a minimum on this podcast, but Super Bowl chance, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we can. No, we're not going into that. <laughs> I can we're not going into that. But just, yeah, I don't want to declare war on the zero people from Philadelphia that are listening to this. That's true. But I, I love am, Allen I'm very tired of I have, Philadelphia. I have five Allen Iverson jerseys and an Allen Iverson Pistons jersey. So. You didn't Allen Iverson Pistons jersey? I did. I didn't it, know took, that. it took a lot, of, a lot of searching, but there's not a jersey that I can't find. One of the most jersey. memorable experiences, off subject again, is I remember watching. Um, Allen Iverson's Denver Nuggets like jersey being sewn like right when he got traded. What? Yeah. I, what do you mean? Like on TV you saw it or you? No, it was like on NBA.com and they were sewing Allen Iverson's jersey wow. for the fir- his first game. That was, was a sad day for me. Why? Just because I loved him on the Sixers so much, and I, I thought I thought Philly was just perfect for him. And then I mean I I didn't want to root for Denver either because you know <laughs> Jazz fan. Well, at that point in time, were you a Jazz fan? Hmm. Casually. 
casually. Yeah, I was kind of an NBA harlot back then, but so it is what it is. There. Um, going further, anything else you're gonna miss or not miss? miss? I'm just gonna miss like this is my first year having league pass, and it was fantastic just to watch random Miami Heat, Milwaukee Bucks games, or just the random like Old Depot when he was hot early in the season. That's, That's something I'm really impressed. I'm really excited about how Victor Oladipo develops because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people saw the text that he sent like right after the Game Seven loss. Like, I'm ready to get to oh, work. Yeah. When do we start tomorrow? To his trainer, and I'm really excited on on Victor Oladipo. Do you story. think he actually got started the next day? I really, uh, yeah, I bet he did. I don't. <laughs> you don't? I, I think he did. Like, he, he seems like one of those athletes that kind of is just ready to go to work. And I completely forgot he played for Indiana when he did that. So I think Indiana's found their star yeah. that's going to be there for a it while. Was, it was really good for him to get, like, major playoff reps as the guy on a, on a team. Yeah, and if they can add a piece or two, or we'll talk if, about if that if Miles, later. No, if Miles Turner can just put his crap together. Well, that, that and he's be, only... He's only – it was his second year. Yeah. So I feel like his ceiling is good. I think Indiana should be – I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of those teams that, like, overachieve too soon. Because yeah. Indiana was supposed to be the seller of the East last year. Um, and they somehow got the fourth. I mean, you look back like fifth. at – Fifth. You look at Portland, who did that, what, two years ago mm-hmm. after they lost L.A. And they made it, and then they took a step back. So it'll be interesting to see – I think, well, you know what, I'm, I'm, I hope this doesn't happen, but I think Indiana is just going to be first-round cannon fodder for the budding Celtics and, excuse me, Sixers dynasties. You think so? Yeah. I don't. I hope I'm wrong. And I, at this point, I can see just that. They can project, kind of fall in that um, they'll just be Washington like, Wizards. Exactly. They'll be the foil for whoever the best teams in the East are. They'll be a good foil, but... But, yeah, that'll be interesting. And we'll talk about later what... Indiana can do okay. to improve. Um, but Any, anything else? I think we need to move on. Anything else you're gonna miss or not miss? Not right now. I was just about to say, what about the Warriors? We've touched on it a little bit. What they need to do in this off season. Um, but I, there was a couple comments. Did you see Kevin Durant's comments? Like after the finals, like how um, he could see himself retiring like at 35. Oh yeah. Yeah, what did you make, make of that? Nothing. Nothing? He's, I mean, he's like 28. It's, he's 29, so it's six, six more years. Six years in the future. I don't know what I'm doing 60 minutes from now, so I'm not too worried about six That's years. Fine, but when you're at the pinnacle of your career and you're already thinking about retirement, you don't think that's anything at all? No. I mean, you know you know you're going to stop playing eventually, so and you know it's going to be not that long. I mean, it's a the NBA is a career where you know you're not you're going to retire before 40 probably. So it's not that it's not weird to have it at least in the back of your mind. Yeah, I just it's kind of weird to be talking. It is weird to be talking okay. about it when you're at your peak, but because like no one even the greatest player of all no time. No one even retired, asked him about retired, this. retired twice. So. <laughs> that is true, but I I just think that no one even asked about it, and he just brought it up within himself. It's, it's was, strange, which is he's strange. He thinks to it as schoolwork. Well, I guess Kevin Durant is a weird person. Though. I think that is fair, and I think that's why he did. Be, I mean, he made Thunderstruck, and he still he still <laughs> feels compelled to show his face in public. <laughs> that's true. Um, we'll see how Kyrie does this off season um, with Uncle Drew coming out and see if Ooh, people yeah, still. Yeah, I think that's gonna bomb. I, I I'm afraid it will, but it does have a lot of NBA stars in uh, it. That, so that it, doesn't mean it's gonna be good. <laughs> I, I but it could come in that like Mike area where. How dare you try and compare it to like Mike? <laughs> I wouldn't say it is, but it it, it has that. I but feel like it has that ceiling. I feel like it will, well, but 
Most there of is the that NBA chance. players in like Mike, it was just a cameo. They weren't playing like major roles, right? Are they, I haven't seen like Mike in a minute, but I feel like most of them were just were just like quick appearances. The, that is very true. Whereas in Uncle Drew, they're like playing the main roles. So okay, we'll see how it goes. Um, that will be on a movie section that we'll start doing. Yes, this July when things get a little dry. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well, I wrap that up. Another thing I wanted to talk about, though. Go for it. It's Clay Thompson. His contract expires this next year. Yes. What do you th- he's kind of he's always said the right thing, and I, Clay is the redeeming quality of the Warriors for me. Clay is my I, second favorite player on the Warriors after Livingston, the God. Oh my gosh. The, the, <laughs> I'm glad you said Livingston. I didn't know where you were going with that. So I said I said like ten minutes ago, Livingston was my favorite player on the Warriors. I was worried you were just gonna try to get a reaction. <laughs> just get got you to journalism. Um, but Clayton Thompson entering his final year of his contract. Now, I was looking at his like overall career earnings. He made his he's made as much in his career as Steph Curry made this year. Really? Yeah, he's wow. made forty one million over his career. I think he makes like eighteen or nineteen million this next year. But I was looking at like Clay stacks, um, and Clay kind of has this. I feel like he's kind of the X factor of the Warriors. Like if Clay's on, they're no one's touching him type of thing. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yep. Um, and so I was looking to see what the Warriors' record is when he scored um, 20 points or more. Okay. Um, obviously, they were – I don't know, obviously. But anytime he scored over 30 points, they won. They were undefeated. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – And good. then they were 40-9 and nine overall if he scored 20 points or more. Okay. And then if he scored 16 or under, 20-12. and 12. Well, so he's a, he's a career – 20 points a game, well, 19 points a game guy. And then these last four seasons, he's been he's been above 20 these last four seasons. So, And their so, winning percentage these last four seasons is like 80%. So. Yeah, and so I guess if you're, Clay, if you're Clay Thompson, are you fine just kind of sticking around and not I, overthinking happiness? Or do you want to be Kyrie and go... Go be the alpha dog. Go somewhere. be the alpha in <laughs> LA or something. I think he's pretty happy just being a part of it. I mean, the consensus among most people is of the Warriors' three stars, I'm not counting Draymond as a star, because he is a star, but on, he's in the perfect situation to be a star. Mm-hmm. He would be the most likely to leave. Just because... I agree. I mean, because Curry's been the, the main man, so has KD. Draymond never will, and he's. I think he knows that. If, so, I was, if I was Clay, I would stay. I mean, but I don't know. Yeah, I, and the, this is always something like, I just want to show Clay's value. His his durability is exceptional. Up into his rookie year is the only year he did not play over seventy games. So he's played 82, 82, 81, 81, 70, 77, You have it. 80, 78, 73. Sorry, I just which is you there. which is crazy durability. Especially when you think that he's like running through screens. He usually guards the other team's best wing. And game one, he literally game tore one. his ACL. Yeah, I, thought, I thought he was done when that happened. I thought he was, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Cleveland's going to make a series of this. I think a lot of people did. Um, but he didn't make an All-NBA team this year, so he's not vel- um, eligible for like a Supermax or any contract or anything. Which I actually think is a break for the Warriors. Oh, I, I definitely well, is. Sorry, that sounded that sounded like a hot take. It obviously wasn't. Um <laughs> I remember the Supermax thing I think kind of hurts teams though because a lot of like players love like flexibility and determining where they go and everything and if you sign the Supermax you're kind of like locked in 
for that whole time because it's hard to trade a supermax contract, obviously, and players don't aren't like the extra money doesn't make it worth it. Is what yeah. I'm saying. So, which is interesting when you go to Kevin Durant, like the GM said, we'll pay him whatever he wants. So he's kind of in that. Well, I can I can get what's mine because he's earned it. He's earned yeah. a forty million dollar a year oh, for deal. Sure. Or if he's I want to bring another star and take less money. Which I wonder at what at what point does money like at what point would money stop mattering to these guys? I felt like it did a long time ago. I, well, I feel like I it's don't I don't feel like it's actually money. Because think about um, oh it's the prestige. It's the, it's the respect of the it. Prestige. It, yeah, it's. I like. That. I want. I want to be known as a max guy. I want to do I that. Like money. this is what I've done, and I feel like I've deserved this much, rather than what the actual number is. It's Ooh. I feel like I've, I'm the top player. This I time. that literally never occurred to me. I can't believe that's that's good stuff. Yeah, so I because I mean Joe Joe Ingles was, was on a podcast with Zach Lowe and he said because he signed like a it was four years fifty four million dollars mm-hmm. uh, last off season and he's like it's just a stupid amount of money it's like I can't even like you can't even what can you do with all that what can't you do with all that money I would like to find out personally but that's a good point yeah so I don't really know where that but I feel like that's the driving force in a lot of those super max deals that would make sense because I mean he has like a big Nike endorsement and I've heard he's doing weird business things with Silicon Valley dorks. So. Yeah, so that's where... And if Clay left um, and the Lakers miss out... I'd say if the Lakers miss out on the LeBron and Paul George sweepstakes, Clay's mm-hmm. their guy. They gotta go Oh, but if I, if I was Clay, I would not even sort of want to go there. Why? Because it's just a whole bunch of young, unproven guys. That's true, but you would be like, the guy. Yeah, but people think... People think the Lakers are this young team on the rise, which is true. I mean, they have a lot of young talent, but they're not really on the rise yet. They're still figuring it out. Well, they want like 30. If, I, if I was Clay, I would wait like a se- I would want to wait a season and see if I it. could uh, and see like okay, if the Lakers can bump that win up total up to like forty or whatever, and then join them. So if you're Clay Thompson, do you sign an extension? If the Warriors offer offer you an extension this summer, do you sign it or would you wait the season and kind of just see and? Go. I'd probably wait. Yeah, that's where I'd. Here's the thing, mate. <laughs> I just thought of this. Maybe Clay doesn't want to be the man on the team because it means you have to dribble a lot, and he doesn't like to do that. From what we've seen, that's true. That so. is more. And all in all, I think Clay will stay. He, I think he doesn't that, have a great that's handle. You have to, and he story, doesn't right? have a ball in his hands a lot. He's just effective and efficient. I hate that. That's the e word. <laughs> um, when he does have it, and if he if he's the star, he's gonna have to shoot way more, just do a lot more. I don't think he wants to do that. He's maybe he's capable of it. I don't know. Maybe he wants to see. Yeah, but so, it's interesting. Theory. So I guess we're both saying there's no end in sight right now for the Warriors dynasty. It, as long as they don't mind paying a massive luxury tax every year, then I, no. Yeah, and I feel like when you're a billionaire, how much is that luxury tax Seriously. in real life? Seriously, um, but those problems we'll probably never find out. So. Let's flip to the other side where it's complete chaos, um, and it's all depend rather on a team is dependent on one person is gonna alter this franchise. But LeBron, I I think it's safe to say that Cleveland's not gonna be in the finals next year, as of right now. At least that's where I see um, it. Regardless of what LeBron does, yes. I think that's true. Because even if he stays in Cleveland, a healthy Boston team, I feel like beats a Cleveland team with LeBron and whoever they could add, which would only be like the eighth pick and. The free agent bargain bin. Yeah. And so I felt like Boston and 
I don't know if it would be interesting to see a Philly series, depending on what Cleveland did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Boston's the alpha dog in the East now. They're kind of the ones to lose it yeah, going sure. into it right now. That's definitely um, true. So where, if you were LeBron James, what would you, what options would you be exploring right now? Um, I mean, I'd be looking at Houston because, I mean, you know, everybody's chasing Golden State, and they should be. Mm-hmm. Houston should have beat Golden State, I think is a fair thing to say. Well, and I think we touched on this last podcast, um, but I think that's a lot of ball handle, a lot of ball dominant players on the Rockets. Yeah, but remember, remember everyone said when Paul got traded to the Rockets, oh, there's only one ball and both guys need the ball in their hands. And I, I think it's safe to say that that was yeah. stupid. See, I because that, that worked out really well. I never bought that. Um, I, I didn't I never bought that uh, because Dan Tony's thing it it takes the pressure off of James Harden because um, now Chris Paul can run the pick and roll and you saw how dead tired James Harden was at the end of those series and you saw so okay so if you, but if you add LeBron then that's you cut everybody's workload by a third again. So. Do you think that it, it might work? I mean, I don't want it, it to happen. If so I, I was Houston, I'd definitely try it and oh, see if it sure. works. But if I'm LeBron, I don't know if that is the best fit for me. Although, honestly, if I'm LeBron, like, after this postseason, and this season in general, but especially the playoffs, <clears throat> wouldn't it sound kind of nice to just, like, not work as nearly as hard Next most of the time? Season. Not play Gosh, 40, me. 46 yeah. minutes? Yeah, you are spitting me on Houston a little bit now. Because um, at LeBron, I feel like his number one goal at this point is legacy, would you say? Probably. Yeah, and what... I don't know what's why championships are the most important part to that, or will his finals record always? All there will always be an asterisk next to his finals record. Mm, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay, so if you're LeBron James, where are you going this summer? I'm going to. Man, I don't know. Okay, I'll I'll jump well, hold in. On, hold on. <laughs> this is this is what I've always I've said this basically every summer since I was old enough to think of this. How cool would it be if a if a LeBron or a KD or you know a, a top tier free agent? What if you just go to like Atlanta or Sacramento or you know a team that just sucks or and doesn't have like a whole lot of NBA history? What if you just go there and win a championship? Like how cool would that be? Um, LeBron did that with Cleveland. That doesn't count. He's from Cleveland. Okay. Well, he's from Ohio. Okay, but I just wanted to. But I do agree with the I do agree with the sentiment. And and they already have. Uh, they were <laughs> dang. You just you're making me look bad. But LeBron, basically, you're basically, totally you're basically you're saying. saying LeBron did something that I wanted LeBron to do. That has never <laughs> happened. So uh, I, I'm glad I was able to bring you have to cut that out. <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> I, I'm glad we were able to bring that around. I am. Was, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you're retiring already at age 21. You just, you, just blew, you just blew both my knees. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I think LeBron should do. Um, I Vegas odds right now have him in LA like seven to four, which I don't know. I feel like I don't feel like the Lakers are the top destination. No, um, I feel like Houston is the top destination. I wouldn't go there, but I feel like that's where his is the most probable right now. Okay, um, but it, I'm gonna go a team down the list. I'm gonna go to the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, okay, because if. You talk about all-time greats. They always had that. They I'm always... sorry. I'm still mad about that stupid. <laughs> That's what LeBron did going back to Cleveland comment. Carry on. 
If you look at all-time greats, <laughs> they always had a Hall of Fame coach with them. LeBron hasn't had that yet. Um, I think David Black could have been a good coach, but LeBron did. And he's always been very uh, he's always been very appreciative and always um, shout out to Pop every now and then on how he yeah. he respects him and and I think San Antonio is a perfect fit for him. Kawhi, if they're it sounds like they're San Antonio is gonna keep Kawhi and they're on the mending relationship. Uh, I would I would hope so. And Kawhi is the perfect star to pair with LeBron James. Um, he's quiet. He's not as vocal. Um, he's a guy who's gonna. He can play off the ball. He can also take the ball and carry the load. And then he's also the guy that's gonna guard the other team's best defender and best offensive player. Best offensive player. Thank you. And then you also have Lamarcus Aldridge, who's a guy who can stretch the floor. Um, not he can he can hit. Corner threes. He can pull on the edges of the floor. A little he can hit corner threes, and then he can. He's he's a good mid range shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, he had the, the top of the key shot quite frequently. Um, okay. Then you pair that with. And he's, they've got the young legs like Murray. Yeah, they, the Jonte Murray. I think San Antonio has that perfect mix. Forbes. Yeah, Bryn Forbes and Tony Parker is and a free slow-mo. agent. Slow mo. He's a restricted free agent this year. Well, and they're I, gonna resign him, or they're the stupidest team ever. I know. And if imagine if you had slow mo Kyle Anderson, point, um, Kawhi, LeBron, Aldridge, and Aldridge. You could pull some stuff. I feel like him. you'd have Dejounte Murray there because you'd have a really tall team if you okay. put Dejounte tall Murray and then yeah. and then um, LeBron is LeBron has the handles and then also. Kyle Anderson can, can handle it as well. Mm-hmm. And then you have shooting like Bryn Forbes, Danny Green, if they re-sign Danny Green. Um, he has a player option this year. So I'd imagine he'd come back. Yeah, he wasn't great this year, so his market. Yeah, so his market is, so I'd imagine his <clears throat> player option is probably better than what he'll have out there. Um, yeah, the Danny Green shooting. I feel I feel like San Antonio is kind of that perfect, eclectic mix of everything LeBron wants in a team. And I feel like no one's talking about that right now. Oh, it's, no one ever talks about the Spurs. That's just how they like it, right? That is that is a good take. We should contact Rich Paul about that. I'm, so if I if, honestly, if LeBron went to the Spurs, I don't know if I would root against him, which would be a first for me. That's interesting. Wow! Now I really want. I just want to see a world where Ben isn't rooting against LeBron. And see actually, I, I really like LeBron pre decision. I almost if I if I had been in my jersey buying phase back then, I probably would own a LeBron jersey. But. So yeah, I, I bought a LeBron rookie jersey and then posted a pre decision. Up to that point, I loved him. Um, decision, hated him, <laughs> hated him for a no. good stretch, and then the back. and then the Warriors black cloud came, and <laughs> LeBron came back into good graces. So just the evolution of LeBron in my mind here. So okay. I wouldn't say I'm a proponent of LeBron, but I definitely appreciate what he does, and I will cheer for. I I won't. We're impartial journalists. We don't cheer, okay. for, we don't cheer for anyone. We don't cheer for anyone. Yeah. I, I hate that. It's like, you can be a journalist <laughs> and also have a favorite team and stand for that team, I feel like. But that's 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 for another That's time. another thing. That's what we're about here. So with LeBron, I mean, we've mentioned Houston, L.A., your Dark Horse San Antonio, which would be pretty dope. We haven't mentioned Philly at all. But with Philly, I'd be worried about the organizational stability thing. Because, I mean, LeBron just came from Cleveland, which – sucks at organizational stability with Dan Gilbert and their revolving door of GMs and you know what if I'm LeBron I'm looking at that like oh they just had to fire their or he resigned I guess whatever 
what do you think about that? See, and I felt like if we were having this conversation a month ago, Philly's the front runner. I think because Philly emerges the front runner, I think during the season. Yeah, when Ben Simmons was going off and Joel and had Ben their Simmons and, and LeBron had that little love fest after one of the games. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> and, and now I feel like the Colangelo thing you've mentioned it with the Dan Gilbert. Um, I feel like Philly has dropped down significantly. Because and again, the, that's the, exactly fit, what, the fit was never great there, I don't think. No, I don't think People, so because Philly was the front runner just because it was like, oh, young, up-and-coming team, he'd have a lot of help. But if, when you think of the basketball fit, it's not great. Really? The best case Philly has is because they're in the East. Yeah. And so they can still run the East. Even if it doesn't really work, they're still going to be they're right, there, be with right Boston, there with Boston. Yeah. You know, so it's crazy to think. I'm, that's I'm, really their best argument right so, now is we're in the East. We're not with all these good teams in the West. Degrisham's a tiny bit from LeBron. Other than Boston and Philly, who is there in the East? Like, is there a potential third team? I mean, we talked about Indiana, Toronto, Toronto theoretically. And, Although they, they, just, they just hired an assistant coach. Like, Yeah, they just promoted the Dwayne Casey's assistant you coach. You should have got some fresh blood. That was foolish. Yeah, so I don't know. So obviously they looks like they aren't going to blow it up. Um, and looking at their contracts, they have a lot of bad contracts. Does Miami, does Miami have Miami cap has, space? Did uh, they sign one of the big guys? I don't. Did they assign? I don't think they signed Whiteside yet because um, that's why he was they complaining. Sh- they shouldn't. Yeah, that's why he was complaining. Or they did, and then they didn't play him. Is one or the other? Let's see. So Whiteside is on, under contract for next season for twenty-five million, and then he has a player option for twenty-seven million after that. So okay. that sucks so, for Miami. Yeah. Yeah, but Whiteside obviously isn't happy in Miami, so I don't uh, – who else is there? Drogic, where is he at? Drogic, he's, uh, he's got next year $18 million and then a player option after that for nineteen. Because so, like, Miami has the, the pieces. They're good. They have good defense. They have a lot of great role players, but they need, mm-hmm. like, they need a star. Because Drogic I don't think is really a star, honestly. Yeah, and they do have – I feel like a compelling. They do have an outside shot in the LeBron sweepstakes. Um, if Dwayne, I, I don't, well, on paper, probably, but we know how much LeBron loves a narrative. And going back to Miami doesn't really have a cool Yeah, it doesn't suit his narrative. So I, I don't think Miami's really. On paper, they're a possibility, but factoring in outside circumstances, forget okay. about it. It's I, a good point. Um, so, really, there isn't. There's that huge vacuum in the East where there's nothing. Um, Detroit is in shambles. They have so many bad contracts. By the way, Chris Bosh is still owed this year $25 million, next year $26 million. Wow. Yeah. But I don't know. Is that a cap hit or no? I don't think it is because he's not like active or whatever. Well, he Yeah, he, he wanted to play, but Miami wouldn't let him because of his health. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We don't because need Chris Bosh says he's not retired, so we'll see how that well, neither turns on. out. Um, I'm trying to think of any other team that could make a possible run. Like there's nothing. No, just run like Charlotte, Tank, Knicks or the Knicks. Uh, Bulls are still figuring shiz out. The Bucks theoretically. I would say the, the Bucks, Bucks are probably. Are, I, the I, Bucks I don't know why it took us this long to get to them, but the Bucks. Were the Bucks are definitely that third team who have a lot of components. Also, Giannis's uh, American food journey has been a delightful. Have you been? I have not that? even. So he tried like a corn dog, and his finger is literally as big as a corn dog. Um, <laughs> He tried red Kool-Aid. He tried Funyuns. He just tweets about like American staples. Gotcha. I love it. I'm a fan of Giannis. So I, I everyone got too high on him, so I was not a fan of Giannis. But gotcha. now that he loves America, I'm back on board. Okay. Which makes me sound really xenophobic, but I'm not. 
Anyways. It was pretty pre honest. I remember someone, I read Once Upon a Dream, someone needs to check out this kid from Greece. <laughs> and so I've always been a low-key fan of him. But I, I've always remained low-key. See, I, I was a low-key fan um, two, let's see, two seasons ago. Because no, he was still kind of up and coming, yeah. and like he was just a dude with the weird name, and then he blew up, and me being a contrarian, I was like, eh, I don't know how much I want I to mean, do I mean, this that. story is definitely too late, but I'm going to say it anyway, because we're, we're starting now, um, is I feel like Giannis would have been talked about a lot more two seasons ago, not last season, but the following season, um, the previous season, because of his name. No one knew how to pronounce it at that point in time. Like, no one wanted to look stupid. Yep. Um, and it's really, like, once you hear it a couple times, it's not super hard. It's not. It's not super hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, and I feel like that that hurt his stock, why he was so low, low so profile. Now, now yeah, if now. you're making dumb, like, Giannis last name jokes, or you're talking about how you can't say his last name, now you just look stupid. Yeah, and uh, that's why I think at the beginning of the year he came on so, because not a lot of people talked about him to that point. That's true. Um, and now I think he's a household name, and I'm... I'm ashamed that we didn't think of that sooner because they're really that third team out there. Although they have they have had a, like a lot of there's like a I think there's like some kind of fight going on within their ownership, which kind of hurts them. And yeah, and they can't find a coach. Uh, who did they just hire? Uh, Budenholzer, right? Um, Atlanta's Atlanta's guy. Yeah, that should be good. I, think, I, I, think I think that's think a great that fit for out. him. Yeah, and he got screwed over in Atlanta because they just kind of slowly trade away everything they had. Um, yeah, they, and they, they, did, they did a soft tank, away. and a soft tank is never... That's always yeah. the worst way to do it. Yeah, If you're going to tank, just... just they slowly trade out. away the pay, the pieces of a 61 team. I mean, that, yeah, team, that, was, wasn't, that yeah. team was never really in contention. I it was a like. fluky 60 wins. But either way, we're, we're not here to talk about the Hawks. So, <laughs> lassoing this segment, um, going back to LeBron, just what are your last thoughts on the LeBron's decision. LeBron, I'm speaking to you personally right now. Um, there's one clear option that has the best, the highest upside in championships for you, and the lowest in in t- terms of being a villain. Because I know you don't like to be, you want to be loved, and this about your legacy and where you finish will be the final chapter, and you have to have a good finale. And the San Antonio Spurs are the best r- result for that. Your fairy tale ending. There you go. I have no comment. <laughs> okay. Well, we've beat the NBA to death here. Looking at other things that are going around or going on in sports. The Stanley Cup. Let's start, let's yeah. start with the Stanley Cup uh, here. Vegas um, sucks to suck. Your stupid intros have doomed you. And I, I mean, neither of us are really huge hockey guys, but I have really enjoyed watching the Washington Capitals celebrate. I mean, Ovechkin is just and he's people, oh man, people are criticizing him like, oh, have some class, blah blah blah. Like you got to be and, and and people are like, look at you know, look at Nadal. He just won his 11th French Open or whatever, and, and he's not going crazy. I'm like, okay, tennis and hockey are different oh, on different yeah. planets. As They're far totally as, different things. Like every sport has its own culture, and the culture for hockey is you win the Stanley Cup. Like hockey fans, legit hockey fans are very very passionate. Yeah, like. And- I'm like, what makes it like his parade fun. speech yesterday was hilarious. Like, <laughs> we're not going to understand gonna, every other word. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're not. We're not suck next year. Is literally what he said. I was like, yeah. what? I don't know. What, I don't know what this man said. We're keeping the cup here. All that fun stuff. That was good. Um, yeah. And I guess spinning off that tennis thing, U.S. Open starts tomorrow. I know you're a big golf guy. 
Um, I would say one of the biggest golf opponents out there. Definitely. Definitely um, a fact about me. Yeah, but I guess I'll just take this segment. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Shinnecock Hills. If you need me, I'll be in the other room. Shinnecock Hills tomorrow. Wait, what's it called? Shinnecock Hills is where they're playing. Say that three more times. Shinnecock Hills, Shinnecock Hills, no, Shinnecock Hills. Just Shinnecock. What a, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Carry on. You're distracting me. Um, and I think we'll look at frontrunners Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, Tiger. Let's hope he can be yeah. presentable because it's so much better for the sport when Tiger's on there. I don't think there's a – I mean, it's an individual sport, so um, but I don't think there's a more driving star that affects uh, sports more than Tiger Woods, Did that make, if that makes sense. That makes sense. In the, the, the first couple guys you named sound like grocery store workers to me, honestly. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> you would know about grocery store working. I have no idea. That was, <laughs> that was rude, but whatever. A little personal dig. Um, and then I think the other biggest thing, I mean, no one in the United States cares about it, but the World Cup also starts Man, this week. That makes me, I don't care too much about soccer, but it makes me very sad that we won't be in the World Cup this year. Because yeah. I don't so the MLS is trash. Mm-hmm. I've watched a few MLS games or matches or whatever the freak you want to call them. Terrible. I can watch World Cup and I can watch like the best European stuff, so like the Champions League or whatever. That's yeah. enjoyable. I do I'm not gonna lie, I do like watching that. Um, and it's just fun like to because you know, everybody's on the same side because well, everyone disagrees on everything sports wise, right? Team for yeah. teams. But when it's the World Cup it's like we're all united. USA. Yeah, USA. it's awesome. And like I remember going to the Vivint Smart Home Arena. I don't know if it was called that at the time. Twenty fourteen. Uh, it's probably is the ESA still Energy yeah, Solutions Energy, Arena. Energy Solutions Arena. Um, and they did the, the, the Germany. Party. Yes. Yeah. I went to the one. They had it outdoors at the Gallivan Center um, against Belgium, and that was way fun. Even yeah, we see, lost, that was, it was still way fun. I mean, it was fun being emotionally invested in it. So I can't wait till twenty twenty six. Yes, we just won the. I mean, it's a it's a joint bid with Canada and Mexico, but we all know who the driving force was on that one. Yes, I mean all the knockout Cup. all the knockout games are going to be held in in USA in the USA. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, and we with, we with, will qualify. We yeah, we cannot miss that one. Um, who, with this World Cup, who are you going to root for? Um, I filled out a bracket because I'm a bracket junkie. Couldn't help myself. Oh, of, course, um, of course. So I will be cheering. <laughs> Um, for France this year to win it, I think they're I think they're one of the favorites. Um, probably, honestly, I probably I do better in my World Cup predictions than I do in my NCAA tournament ones. Well, that's that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is in, one of them. There are twenty eight billion trillion gazillion outcomes. One of them, there's like fifty. Yeah, so look for France. I think I don't think that's a hot take. Um, but I'm not proficient enough in the sport to know, so I don't know. <laughs> so France, Brazil, Germany. Um, is that your final four? I don't remember or... what my final four is, but uh, no, Brazil and France play in the final four. So yes, you mean in the championship? No, they play in the final four, oh, and, they, oh, okay. and then and the, then there's a weak the side. There's the a weak of, side over here. Oh. It's like Colombia or Germany. I can't remember who I had, but okay. that's my hot take. Do you have any uh, more comments on the World Cup? I would like to see Argentina win because I used to not like Messi because I thought everyone liked Messi and you know how I go. I'm a <laughs> contrarian, but I watched some Messi highlights and watching that dude do his thing is fantastic. 
Like, Dude, I, like I said, we're not soccer fans, but like I watched like Messi's ten best goals or whatever, and I was just like, just, I kind of want to play soccer right now. And that's he a big is thing entertaining to, to watch. I mean, and and the thing is, whenever um, he has the ball, it's electric. Yeah, you know? and, and that's he's hard he's won everything you can win except a World Cup because Argentina kind of sucks without him. Apparently, apparently, yeah. That, we don't we don't know. We that's don't know what, what I have about, heard as well. Um, they did lose in the World Cup final last year. To and Germany, from what I read, or from what I read, he basically like single handedly dragged them into that final. So yeah, so I don't I think like their odds are great, but I would but love they have to the best. Apparently, the best player in the world. So that's good. Would I'd also like to see. Huh? Would this be a time to introduce? Uh, would he be the people's champion of the World Cup? He would be the people's champion, not of the World Cup of the world. He'd be okay. the, the people's champion um, if he were to do that. So I'm rooting for that. So that way we can introduce the people's champion. Brought to you by Mash and Grab, home of the Fruit Loop quesadilla, <laughs> ice cream jerky, chicken fried Skittles, peanut butter, gumball soup, pudding ribs, and Snickers burrito in a bowl. And. Probably by the next podcast, we'll have a cease and desist letter. Um, oh, hold on. But uh, that's probably true. Anyways, I would also like to see Mexico do well because they um, never can make it out of the knockout round. And I feel like they deserve a good run. And I feel like they're, uh, based on the one minute, the one hour of coverage I saw <laughs> on it, um, they are a dark horse to, they're, to think, make a I run. I think they're a dark horse every year, though. Okay, that's fair. And I don't know. What, they, they won usually, the Olympics, right? They, uh, like in 2014, yeah, I think. Okay, so they were... But that's like an, a U under 23 thing. You can't send anybody older than 23, I guess, because oh. I don't know why. But yeah, I, I, this I love Mexico. This is insightful stuff on soccer. High-quality footballing. <laughs> footballing. Uh, football. We talked about the U.S. Open. Oh, we had, so we, we had another Triple Crown winner for horse racing, if you're into... Oh, we sure did. Um, it's six hours of TV for a two-minute race. Is it even a two-minute race? I don't know. I've never watched it. <laughs> so I just know that you don't go to whatever channel that's on until... Oh, it's terrible. I can't... For those six hours. I so. just, what What do they talk about for six hours? They talk, I mean, three hours of pre-race, three hours of post-race. What do they talk about? I, I'm not... I, know uh, I think know, this is literally what they talk about. What? <laughs> this dead air weird... <laughs> I mean, ooh, such and such. How do they calculate the odds for none? You know, I want to know that mind. too. That, that astounds care. me. That's a whole other thing. On it. Like, how do you bet on horses? I, I mean, and they celebrate like the owner and the jockey and stuff. I'm like, celebrate the freaking horse. <laughs> like, give the horse a prize. Well, it looks like we have scratched the bottom of the barrel. Do you have any last thoughts? Parting, think, parting wisdom. I think we've talked about all we can talk today. Um, go. Check out sidelinedynasty.com. Sidelinedynasty.com. Fantastic. There's just content for Brought days Brought to you by there. everyone but State Farm. Um, hopefully we're still running. USA Network hasn't taken us down. Um, but this is, I've heard it both ways. I'm Do Re Mi. That's Pasa Lati Do. We'll see you next time.